Lens Health. Better health begins here. Our commitment to your health is our top priority, and customer satisfaction is our primary focus. That's why we're proud to present our podcast series, Better Health Radio, brought to you by Tidelands Health. Here's Bill Klaproth. So how do you recognize an addiction problem in yourself or someone you love? And what are the signs, symptoms, and treatment options for someone suffering from an addiction problem? We're here to help answer those questions is Dr. E.V. Archambault, a physician at Tidelands Health who specializes in addiction medicine. Dr. Archambault, thank you so much for your time today. We appreciate it. So let's start out with this. What is addiction defined as? Okay, thank you for having me on. You know, the simple, simplest uh, definition of addiction that I know of is that when you continue to do a particular behavior or use a particular substance, regardless of the negative consequences, uh, just overlooking the harm that it's causing in your life and being unable to stop. And there's many types of addictions. I know we all think of drug addiction, but you can also be addicted to other things like uh, food and work and sex. Isn't that correct? Yes. Uh, Anything that kind of stimulates the dopamine receptors in the brain, and that can be myriad activities, workaholism, um, and, of course, the common alcohol and drug addictions, uh, running, exercise, Shopping, accumulating, gambling, um, you know, whatever gives somebody that rush uh, is potentially addictive. So you said something interesting. You said participate in the behavior regardless of the consequences. So even though we go, this is wrong, I, I need to pull away from this, but I can't. Is that a disease? Are we born with that? What, what is that? I believe it is a disease, and medical research is certainly showing that it is a disease. Uh, When they do studies of the brain using uh, magnetic resonance imaging or or, uh, PET scanning, and they see the activity in the brain, the activity in the brain of people with addiction is a little bit different than the activity in the brain of people who don't have those problems. And we know there's a genetic predisposition there. It runs in families. Well, that's interesting. So before we get to how you help somebody with an addiction problem, what are the signs to watch out for? Well, frequently when when the addiction is getting severe, people are trying to hide it. They isolate. Um, They are uh, locking themselves in their rooms or, or not participating in family functions or gatherings that they would normally participate in. Uh, you see changes in their hygiene, um, physical symptoms, depending on certain substances that may affect the pupils of the eyes or cause shaking or other problems. Um, In addition, just changes in their personality and the way they interact with people. Um, So all of those are, are warning signs. Uh, the other thing is when they start saying, you know, gee, maybe I, I need to cut down, but they're not doing it. Um, you know, those those type of uh, attempts to just ignore the problem or, or hide it. 
So they know they have an issue or there may be a problem, but they're they're denying it. I imagine there would be a lot of denial. Eh, it's not a problem. This is just a phase or I, I can stop at any time. You'll probably hear a lot of denial or rationalizations. Someone that's suffering from addiction. That's very common. You know, the, those are the most common things. I can control it. I'm only hurting myself. I'm not hurting anyone. I can stop any time. But the evidence is to the contrary. You know, they are hurting everybody else in the family, friends that care about them. They can't stop even when they want to, even when they're confronted with the seriousness of the problems that, that are happening to them. So is there a turning point in someone that's suffering from addiction that finally forces them to seek help from a doctor or professional? You know, I think most of the time it's reaching just a point of desperation when you really realize you totally are out of control and you need help, um, that it is killing you or it's destroying your marriage or it's it's interfering with your relationship with your children, for example, and you finally reach a point of just having enough. Hopefully it doesn't involve uh, problems with the criminal justice system or a DUI or something like that, but sometimes that's what it takes. So unfortunately, a bottoming out sometimes is what finally forces people to seek help. Exactly, exactly. The so, way the way uh, the way you hit a bottom is you stop digging and realize, you know, I'm in trouble. And mm. um, you know, you don't have to lose everything. Although somebody once said most of us don't change because we're seeing the light from above we're doing it because we're feeling the heat from below but um we do have the option to to change at any time and and seek assistance very well said so how do you diagnose then an addiction problem how do you officially say yep you are addicted to this what is that process you know sometimes i'm not sure i can say you're addicted but i can help somebody realize that they are addicted um you know, there's there's a, there's a saying in recovery that uh, I can't say you're an addict. Um, you know, you have to come to that realization yourself. But frequently when I talk to people about uh, the problems that are coming as a result of their substance use or their behavioral uh, addictions, uh, as I point out, you know, you're telling me you're having problems with your wife, that your kids don't want to be around you. You're waking up in the morning feeling terrible and not wanting to go to work. Maybe we need to look at whether your drinking or your drug use or your gambling is uh, contributing to this and, and frequently can kind of lead them to recognizing that there is a problem there. So ultimately, success success happens when you want it for yourself and you need it for yourself and you got to do it for yourself. Absolutely. People can't. Uh, generally are not successful if they're doing it for someone else because if that person lets them down or changes their attitude or something, then they tend to fall right back into the old behaviors. So I'm sure there's different treatment for different addictions. Is there a general overview of treatment for someone that's suffering from addiction? Well, there are a couple of, of, of different broad routes. One is the the um, abstinence-based programs, those would be things like AA and NA, and, and there are some faith-based programs like Celebrate Recovery. Uh, for some addictions, there's medication to assist with treatment. Uh, and then other people go through uh, 
counseling or perhaps working with their pastor or a psychiatrist or psychologist. So there really are many routes to recovery. Uh, and I don't know that there's any one that's perfect for everybody, but there, I think there is something out there for everybody if they're willing to seek it. So those are like non-medication uh, type of treatment. Are there medications or other types of treatment that you use as well? Yes. Uh, yeah, there's medication-assisted treatment. Um, probably the one most people are familiar with would be antabuse for alcoholism or methadone for heroin addiction, opiate addiction. Uh, but there are other medications that we use that, to help control craving, to reduce uh, the pleasure in the experience, so to speak. Um, and and for some people, those are very effective. You know, the, the medical literature is showing that medication-assisted treatment is uh, very positive for a lot of people. So do most people that are suffering from addiction, are they able to, to, to break the habit themselves, the majority, and then we just hear of the minority of people that have to go to a clinic or you know a Betty Ford clinic or something like that. Is it possible for someone on their own to break the addiction? Well, I, without going into inpatient treatment, there are quite a few people who do find their way into recovery and are usually involved in some side of some sort of outside assistance, either a recovery group like AA or NA or seeing a counselor. Um, and, and then some people have to go away, be out of their environment, be in a, in a safe, controlled environment to be able to uh, get off the, the substance that they're abusing. Okay, I've got a two-part question for you here. Number one, what is your best advice for someone who fears they may have an addiction? Well, it's a fearful thing, and I think the best thing to do is, is to contact either your physician or call one of the helplines. Um, you can find them in your phone book. You can obviously go online and find uh, helplines for addiction, alcoholism, gambling, specific problems. Um, but reach out. Sitting at home alone, waiting for it to get better, doesn't work. And then number two, what is your best advice for someone who fears a loved one of theirs may have an addiction problem? Again, uh, reach out. There are uh, programs for families uh, of people with alcohol or drug addiction, um, Al-Anon and Noranon, uh, which help the family member cope with the addict in their family. Um, and again, it's an issue of reaching out, ignoring the problem or waiting for it to go away just doesn't work. And why should someone choose Tidelands for their addiction needs? Well, you know, we are a full service medical community. Um, we provide care for all sorts of problems and we can help with your addiction problems your family problems, your concurrent medical problems, um, and get all the help you need in one location. That's terrific. Dr. Archambeau, thank you so much for your time today. And for more information about Tidelands Health Physicians, Services, and Facilities, visit TidelandsHealth.org. That's TidelandsHealth.org. This is Better Health Radio. I'm Bill Klaproth. Thanks for listening.